0: positive actions you take today will lead to positive outcomes in the future. I want you to put your thinking cap on and think of your most amazing future. I'll even give you a few seconds. What does that look like? What actions will you take to get there? Whatever it may look like, why delay? It starts today. It's time. To Act to the Future, a podcast hosted by me, Jake Johnson. Grow from the past, live in the present, and act to the future. Hello, Act to the Future family. Jake Johnson here, and I am the host of the Act to the Future podcast and founder of Act to the Future LLC. Today is the first installment of season two, and I want to cover three things today. One, review season one of my takeaways. To give you guys a quick summary of the off season uh, in preparation for season two, and then provide a quick preview of what to expect in our next season. So reviewing season one, I had three takeaways. The first takeaway is this. What's more important, the journey or the destination? When preparing for season one, there's a lot of planning that went into place to execute on my vision. But I also didn't know what to expect once we got into the thick of things. Although a lot of things actually did go according to plan, I also had to be okay with going with the flow throughout this journey. Now on any journey you take, there will be detours and distractions along the way. You have to keep your eyes on the prize and keep taking steps towards that end destination. There was definitely times where I felt overwhelmed with expectations, whether real or not. Uh, unsure if I had what it take to see this vision through. Even thought, is this even worth it? At the end of the day, is it? it isn't always how you make it to your end destination. Sometimes it's all about just continually taking the steps to get there. And I did. It was so, I mean, it was surreal to look back and go, wow, I actually finished Uh, Season one, and I had 10 episodes with eight different guests, uh, which brings me to one of the major things that I learned. And to do so, I'll provide an illustration. There's a cartoon of a red panda with a tiny dragon on his back. The red panda asked the dragon, which is more important, the journey or the destination? Now, both of the the dragon and the panda are walking on a journey, so it makes sense that he asked this question. So I'll repeat it. What is more important, the journey or the destination? The dragon's response? It's the company. When I doubted myself on this journey or doubted my vision or end destination, I always thought back to the people who encouraged and supported me along the way. Now on that note, I want to thank all of you for listening and supporting Act to the Future. Uh, Whether this is your first time listening to Act to the Future, uh, or if you've been here from the beginning, I want you to know how much that means to me. For everyone who listened to season one, thank you again for the support, the feedback, and the love. Whether you were sharing Act to the Future with your inner circle, social media, or giving me feedback uh, one-on-one, It all goes a long way, and I couldn't have done it without you. To promote something like this, it takes a village. So I just wanted everyone to know how much I appreciate that and hope we can continue to spread positive messages like wildfire for season two. If you haven't listened to season one yet, all 10 episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you consume your audio content. So be sure to subscribe for season two. That way, you're aware of any time there's a new episode. Among that, check out the Instagram at Act to the Future, just like it is spelled. The second takeaway I had from season one is that iron sharpens iron. To that point, I want to give a big, huge, massive shout-out to all eight guests for season one. Dad, you started off Act of the Future Season 1 with a bang in health, wealth, and hallelujahs. And Kevin, you had a big task to follow that up, uh, but you did it with a fun yet insightful episode in Act 3, Sticking to Your Guns. Jess, thank you for sharing how to adapt to change and add value in Act 4. Alan Ward, you lived up to your name, The Mentor. I love sharing the story of how we met and encouraging others to be the best versions of themselves. Alec, thank you for sharing your journey to the NFL in dreams and nightmares. As a matter of fact, today, he scored his first career rushing touchdown. He's scored multiple times uh, receiving the ball, first time rushing it, uh, so big shout out. Uh, and also, we really appreciate your vulnerability when sharing your inspirational story of making it to the league. Grant and Eddie, your band Guy Tano rocks and your message, it all starts with one, was super encouraging for anyone who needed that jump start towards uh, living out their dreams. Marv. Marv Fleming, the four-time Super Bowl champion, shared age-old wisdom and stories from his playing days and life after football to help all of us reach our professional peaks And lastly, Dana Espigard, thank you for sharing how we can make our dreams a reality. Be sure to check out his best-selling book, The Dream Machine. Uh, There's tons of wisdom nuggets out there. And maybe uh, he'll do a dreams workshop for your organization. I had the chance to be able to go through that um, thanks to UPS, and it was awesome. I was able to write down 250 dreams. I got to cross a new one off this last week. And I saw LeBron James play live, Uh, but I'm getting off track. All in all, I do want to thank all these guests. Um, Each episode was unique and special in its own way. It was fun to share your episodes with the world, and it was even more fun to record these episodes with you. Uh, So season one guests, you set the stage for Acts of the Future, and our season two guests have some pretty big shoes to fill. Thank you so much. Which brings me to my second point, iron sharpens iron. This is a verse from the Bible, Proverbs 27:17, which states, As iron sharpens iron, so does one person sharpen another. Each time we recorded a new episode with a new guest, we were doing exactly that, sharpening one another by encouraging and empowering one another. I was encouraged and empowered by each of these guests that shared their insight which in turn encouraged and empowered our listeners who then encouraged and empowered their friends and family. The company is the best part of the journey because that positivity has a ripple effect. The guests and listeners inspired me, which allowed me to inspire them, and is a continuous gift that keeps on giving. When we make an effort to positively sharpen each other, That is where positive change can happen. And that is why sharing these episodes with your circle is so powerful. Which leads me to my third takeaway of season one. Positive actions lead to positive outcomes. Now it's time for me to get real with y'all. There's definitely times where my present self wanted to do what was easy, but I remembered how my future self would thank me for taking actions towards the future. Even today while I write this episode, it is super tempting to just relax and watch football all day after a busy work week. But I knew if I, if I wrote and recorded this episode now, I appreciate my past self for making that decision to take action now. This brings me to uh, one, one thing that one of my friends said when I first started this journey. They said, sharing this content with the world may have an impact on others, but more than anything, I bet this journey will have the biggest impact on you. And Luke is right, it truly has. By getting out of my comfort zone, I am challenging myself and growing along the way in many different areas. Since the beginning of this journey, I hold myself to a higher standard. I've become more disciplined. I have learned the importance of consistency. I have grown as a listener, communicator, and now podcast host. Most of all, it has tested my faith to see this vision through. Even when I didn't feel like it, by taking positive actions today, I was building towards the life I want in the future. And that's what act of the future is all about. So to summarize season one, the journey and the destination got me started but the company along the way is what made it fun and helped me stay on track. Iron sharpens iron as we can sharpen one another. The guests have sharpened me and I hope that we are able to sharpen you as the listener. And lastly, I can tell that season one has left an impact on others, but more than anyone else it has had a large impact on me as I grow from the past, live in the present and act to the future. Now moving over to the off season. The offseason was a break from recording podcasts, but it was still a season where I continued to push myself out of my comfort zone as I prepared for season two. For those who have been following since season one, you know that I like to set yearly goals and then break them into quarterly goals. To give you an idea of what I was doing in the offseason, I will review some highlights from each quarter that I believe is relevant to share with you. So let's go into quarter one. As we mentioned earlier, I finished season one in the beginning of the year with my last episode releasing in mid-February. This was a big uh big milestone, but not the end of my progress to grow act to the future. Q1 was focusing on evolving Act to the Future from a podcast/slash content platform to a real business. I applied for my LLC. And started to generate some revenue by helping others achieve their goals. Which brings me into goal coaching. Achieving my own personal goals is definitely rewarding, but helping others achieve their goals might be more rewarding. To begin 2022, I had a lot of people interested in working with me to help them set their goals and then keep them accountable to achieve those goals. A lot of people are interested. But I want to give a shout out to the half dozen people who did take action and accountability for their goals. Shout out to John Reckner, Joey Balquez, Bennett DeBush, John Paulson, Zach Graber, and Victoria Amundsen for taking the leap and acting to the future. Each of them have invested into their future self by setting goals, taking steps towards those goals and trusting me to help them get there. They were the ones who put in the work, but having someone to keep you accountable to your goals is super powerful. And I would offer any insight, advice, or systems I could provide to help them achieve the goals that they set for the year. And it's been so amazing to see their progress and growth uh, they've all made throughout the year. And I'm super proud of you. If this sounds like something that would like to try out um, for your 2023 goals don't hesitate to reach out message me at 920-366-4242 or shoot me a message on act of the future's instagram if you're interested yo yo jake johnson here just want to give you a quick break in the action to ask you three questions one do you follow act to the future on instagram if not check us out for more content Be sure to follow, like, and share at Act to the Future. Two, if you do like this podcast, are you subscribed to Act to the Future podcast? This will ensure that you won't miss out on future episodes. And three, do you love this podcast? If you do love Act to the Future, have you considered leaving a five-star review and or sharing it with others? I would love it if you did both, but if you could do one of those be greatly appreciated. All right, let's get back into the action. Moving into Q2, I made two big commitments. One that I planned for at the beginning of the year, and the other one being a spontaneous commitment based off an opportunity. I will cover my spontaneous commitment first. Easter weekend, my family came to visit me in Minnesota, and after they went back home to Green Bay on Easter day, I had some alone time at that time I was reflecting on purpose and the one life that we have. I thought to myself, what are two things that I love the most and how can I combine them? Well, I love serving others to help them be the best versions of themselves. And I love basketball. Then it hit me. What if I tried coaching basketball? I mean, earlier that week, my friend Ben Ratte was telling me about his experience as an assistant coach and how he just started coaching AAU basketball. So after I came to that realization that this might be an opportunity I wanted to pursue, I reached out to Ben to see if I could get involved with his AAU program. Within a week, the head of the program called me that he had a group of high schoolers who were still looking for a team and I was a new coach looking for a team. It was a perfect match. A week later, we had tryouts and just like that, I had the opportunity to be a head coach for an AAU basketball team, despite no prior coaching experience. Don't get me wrong, uh, looking back, I wish I had started my coaching career as an assistant, as there's a lot of things for me to learn as a head coach. I felt like I had the skills to be a successful coach, but there was definitely a big learning curve as I navigated this new world of being a basketball coach. The season and team itself brought their own challenges, and I don't need to get into that for time's sake, but the takeaway is this life is short. Take action. It is better to push yourself out of your comfort zone, overload your plate, And then decide you need to scale back than to be stuck in your comfort zone wondering, what if? What if I took advantage or try that opportunity? Regret of doing too much is better than regret of doing too little. At least you can have pride in in your regret of doing too much. And you'll actually learn something along the way. Will I coach basketball again? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? All I know is that I can be at peace knowing that I gave myself a chance to scratch that itch. I also set myself up for future opportunities if and when I want to pursue pursue this again. Let's go into quarter three. Now that we've covered my spontaneous commitment of coaching AAU and what I learned from that season of life, now it's time to cover my planned commitment that started in Q2 and produce fruits of labor in Q3. At the beginning of the year, one of my biggest goals that I set was running a half marathon for the first time, and I wanted to do it under an hour and 55 minutes. For some context, my senior year of college, my best friends and I made an inebriated decision to run the Eau Claire Half Marathon. Now, only one of us, Brett Gertz, stuck to that commitment our senior year. Then in 2021, my buddy J-Mac upheld his end of the bargain by running a half marathon. So now it was my turn. Since I was the last one to do it, I figured, well, I should at least have the fastest time, which is why I chose an hour and 55 minutes. My original plan was to do the Cellcom half marathon in Green Bay, That was going on the same weekend as j-max bachelor party weighing my options i could i would much rather go to j-max bachelor party in lake tahoe than run a half marathon that weekend and i mean who would it so i decided to sign up for the st croix crossing half marathon in late july this was perfect it started in wisconsin finished in minnesota just like me i started in wisconsin now I'm in Minnesota. Anyway, I began training the same time I started coaching AAU, on top of working full time and doing Act of the future. Needless to say, my plate was hella full in the spring early summer. Juggling everything, I had to be disciplined and very intentional with my time and energy. And on top of all this, My roommate was going to be moving to Chicago, so I had to figure out a new roommate situation. The season really tested my faith in God's ability to help me see these commitments through, and honestly, I couldn't have done it without Him. Oftentimes, I was stressed out and had to make sacrifices for the things I enjoyed doing. When you say yes to something, you are always saying no to something else. I overcommit myself and therefore didn't get to spend much time relaxing, being with friends or being outside uh, golfing on the weekends, which I personally love to do. But God helped me stay disciplined to see these commitments through, which brings me to some wisdom. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but rather painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it which is Hebrews 12 The season trained me in my discipline and it wasn't always pleasant in the moment but it was super super rewarding on race day it was so much fun running and competing with others uh, working towards a common goal and it was it was such a great feeling to cross the finish line especially because I crushed my goal of finishing it in an hour and 55 minutes, as I finished it in an hour and 47 minutes. All that hard work and discipline paid off. I had so much joy and peace on race day and crossing that finish line and seeing my friends, Zach Mitchell, Jake Bilski and Ben Ratte was one of the most euphoric moments in my life. So whatever goals you set, Stay consistent and persistent, and you will thank yourself later. So to wrap up the off-season, by sharing these stories and the lessons I learned in the off-season, I hope there is something that you could relate with. Whatever you connected with, I pray that it helps you in your, jo- in your journeys and seasons of life. Among that, I hope that you know that I was intentional about using the off season to prepare for season two to ensure that I'm offering new wisdom and insights as Act of the Future continues to evolve. Now that we covered what I learned in season one and the off season, it's time for you to get jacked up for season two. So what can you expect from Act of the Future in season two? (laughs) Huh, that's a great question. Last year, I had eight guests but only three of them were in their 20s. Since most of our listeners are in their 20s, I wanted the guests for season two to be more relatable, which is why nearly all of our guests are also in their 20s. When thinking about who would be a great fit, I thought of people who are my age that inspire and encourage me to be the best version of myself. Not only that, I thought of people our age that had a story to tell so we can use their stories as a blueprint for how we can lead our own lives. So the guests for season two. So far, these are the guests for season two. Grant Lane, a successful realtor, and one of my closest friends. Our discussion is revolved around his story not getting caught in the comparison trap a really funny story highlighting that topic. Sierra Capra, who balances being a content creator, fitness coach, and marketer. She shares her story about a health complication and how she turned that pain into purpose. Brett Gertz, who owns a successful and growing business and has been one of my closest friends for many years. When sharing his story of owning a business, He brings a lot of wisdom and useful insight for aspiring entrepreneurs and business professionals in general. Kelsey Keeney, who is a sales manager at 3M and sales guru for PSE. She shares advice on leadership and career advancement to help you grow in your career. Alex Funk, a sales coach, author, and real estate investor. This was an excellent episode where he shares his dreams, including two very big dreams uh, that has helped shape who he is today. I personally learned a ton from this one, and so will you. Mike Kinney, TED Talk speaker, author, sales leader, and former pro wrestler. We discuss his time as a pro wrestler, how that helped him build confidence, and how we can use that confidence to achieve the unimaginable. We also have a couple other guests, my graphic designer, James, who recently started his own company. will discuss his journey from working at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that transition he made to starting his own freelance graphic design company. Alec Ingold will be coming back for season two to discuss his journey from recovering from a a nasty ACL injury and also to share his new book, The Seven Crucibles. Also, we have Adam LeMay, who started his own videography business, has been killing it in his first year. So that's that's who you can expect for season two. Now, are we going to add other people? there's always that possibility, but those are the people that have been committed to season two. And like season one, the plan is to have around 10 to 12 episodes. Um, But unlike season one, my plan is to have two episodes per month compared to the one episode a month cadence that was set in season one. The timing will be a little bit different too. Last year, I started season one during the summer, but realized Hey, I live in Wisconsin, Minnesota. We only get these summers for like three months out of the year. So I got to live it up and get outside because I love to get outside. Um, And it's a lot easier for me to dedicate time to these episodes when the weather gets colder and I can't wear shorts no longer. Either way, I'm super excited for what season two has in store. And I can't wait for you to hear all of these conversations. You won't want to miss out. So be sure to subscribe to... Uh, act to the future, and if you could, help me spread the word. Share it on social media or with your closest friends and family. If you really enjoyed an episode and you found it to be very valuable, then why not share it with others so they can experience that enjoyment and value as well. Iron sharpens iron after all. Well, with that in mind, this wraps up the first episode of season two. Stay tuned for future episodes because season two is officially here. Again, we're on Apple's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can follow us on Instagram at Act to the Future. That being said, this wraps up the first episode. Act to the Future family, let's ride. Grow from the past, live in the present, act to the future. Have a great day, everyone.